0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: Welcome to What is Going On, for new thought from the edge of all. Each week on OM Time's flagship radio show, veteran broadcaster, author, and media consultant Sandy Sedgbeer conducts thought provoking interviews with inspirational authors, artists, musicians, scientists, speakers, and filmmakers who are working at the point where spirituality and science meet consciousness at the very edge of OM. Here is your host, Sandy Sedgbeer.
2: Hello. For more than four decades, the book and self-study program, A Course in Miracles, has been regarded by countless spiritual seekers as a beloved New Age Bible offering a roadmap to human transformation. This week, a new book was published that is being likened to A Course in Miracles for the 21st century, in that it's claimed to reach far beyond that earlier system by incorporating the significant leap in human consciousness that has been occurring since the 1980s and all with the active participation of a group of beings collectively known as the teachers of light. This book is called A Course in Mastering Alchemy, Tools to Shift, Transform and Ascend and with me today to share how it is like and unlike A Course in Miracles and what it promises to help you achieve in your life is international teacher, author, speaker and founder of Mastering Alchemy, Jim Self. Jim Self, welcome.
3: Hi, Sandy. Nice to be with you, as
4: always.
2: Jim, you've been leading seminars and teaching healing clairvoyance, personal energy management courses for more than 30 years. Since its creation in 2001, thousands of people have used Mastering Alchemy to transform their lives. And now, for the first time, you've condensed much of that information into a book which offers open access to huge chunks of consciousness altering personal energy tools. And lessons, why would you do that? Why would you give away many of the secrets of mastering alchemy for a fraction of the price of your course?
3: Because they told us to. <laughs> Simple answer. You know, when we started and I began all of this, and in the conversations with the Archangelics uh, way back in the early 2003 period of time, basically, one of the things Uriel said to me is, You're going to be the scribe. And at the time he said that, my body just kind of tensed up, and it was like, wait, no, you don't understand. I don't write things. So, you know, and I could feel him smile and kind of laugh, and we went on. And then it got to this point, and the program has been so successful in terms of both giving people opportunities to basically recognize themselves, change the scripting that they've been given by mom, dad, teacher, minister, and the structure of the third dimension, and begin to see how they can observe the world that they're engaged in, that they many times are not comfortable with, and take a different position in engaging with the world. And the program was designed in the context that when that happens, you begin to see things considerably different. Just your normal walking around space begins to be different. But is this is the transformational information that they wanted. And so it's not so much about giving it away as if it's some program that we own. It really is about providing information providing information to people that can choose a different configuration in going forward in their spiritual life, in their standing up and taking responsibility and driving a fifth-dimensional reality into, into a reality, rather than sitting by and watching what's going on right now.
2: You're known as someone who manages to live in both the material third-dimensional world and within the higher realms of consciousness. I mean, you successfully combine your work as a businessman and entrepreneur with your work as a spiritual teacher, and you appear to juggle the two worlds of left-brain mundane business and right-brain higher consciousness with what appears to be consummate ease, but How easy is it really to switch from communicating with archangels to communicating with accountants?
3: Well, if you asked me that question years ago, it would have been a challenge. I mean, I, like many people, didn't fit into the world, and yet I've always had this voice and this inner guidance that every time I listen to it, it works. So it's been a challenge, like many, again, going through life. But at this point, looking back, my purpose and the path that I've been on is really clear. It, navigating roles in terms of building businesses, communication, figuring out strategies, dealing in the politics of uh, you know major urban areas, advising a president of the United States—all those things were part of the script. And now it's something where there's a bigger role to play and those experiences have been extremely valuable in allowing me to understand how to communicate and create.
2: So let's talk about the mundane world for a bit. Many have been looking forward to this time as the dawn of a new golden era. But now we're in the thick of it, it's looking anything but golden. Climate change, political and economic stability, war, violence, hatred, kids taking guns to school sexual abuse, politicians and presidents behaving like spoiled, uncontrolled children. What is happening to humanity? Where's the love? Where's the compassion?
3: It, it's actually really simple, but it's not, an, it's not an easy experience. You know, you've heard me say in the course of Master Alchemy, we talk a lot, and one of the real key things I say is you cannot take your baggage with you on this journey. So all of that internal, I'm not okay, I don't deserve, I'm not attractive, I don't fit, I'm a stupid person, in in the inner aspects of each one of us, you can't take that. And where there's anger and resentment and and, uh, imposition and greed and control and domination, you can't take that with you. So what you're really watching is... All of the internal realities of humanity, which creates the external realities, all coming out. It's all bubbling out on the surface. It's really very disconcerting. On one hand, there is an aspect we can talk about in a little bit. There are some phenomenal things of love that are occurring. But right now, it's all about you you can't take your baggage. And, And that's, again, why we made Mastering Alchemy, the course of Mastering Alchemy, public because it's here, do this. What happens? Here are the tools. Kind of follow this scenario and notice what happens because the spiritual folks, the ones who are listening to this program, you are so vital to the transition of whether it goes one way or the other. And right now it's the the probability is this is all going to work, but it is not an easy road and it is not a free lunch
2: well where's the human race heading
3: that's a really big question because it is not the place where uh, and a lot of times spiritual people get really upset with me there's a sense that oh, I'm a spiritual person and this is going to be this wonderful nirvana and, and I think kind thoughts. It, you're going to be in for a rude awakening in this transition. One of the things that is happening is, and this is going to be very hard to hear for people, but humanity is going through a shift just like the time where Neanderthals became Homo sapiens. This is a shift in in human consciousness this is a shift in the creation of a new human species and when when i talk like that and i'm about to give a whole bunch of uh, lectures on this it's something you have to hear it not from good or bad it's an evolution and this evolution is going to take us into aspects of realms of consciousness that are unimaginable uh, from many different places. It's going to take us into a place where uh, a number of us have been talking about, it started out being referenced as the new earth. There's a new earth being created and people thought it was a planet. It's really stratas of consciousness. You're you're going to have a strata of well-being right alongside kind of an earth that has war. And The strata that has this new level of consciousness is going to be able to see, to an extent, that old paradigm. But the old paradigm is not going to be able to see the new constructs. You're going to see things that are not imaginable in terms of time is going to fragment. It is going to begin to have different characteristics to it. Um, And so we've been preparing people for that for a long time, talking about you can't live in your past and your future. You only live now. And when you begin to, and the book touches on this a little bit, we touch much more of it on the course, but time, present time, there's five different configurations of present time. Now, it gets a little complicated for this conversation, but this concept of linear time, past, present, future, and you die is what Third dimension and most walking around people believe is an absolute. It is not. And when you begin to recognize time as an application, the ability to begin to alter your reality on your terms becomes considerably more manageable.
2: So, of course, in Mastering Alchemy is your preparation for, for this.
3: Absolutely everybody's preparation for what's in the process of happening
2: sure so so how is it like and unlike a course in miracles
3: um you know i'm i'm personally not uh completely ready to be making that claim because course in miracles was such a spectacular contribution the archangelics have said, this is the expansion of that. So I'm just going to accept that statement on the face. But what happens here is this is very much a how-to, whereas the Course in Miracles basically said, this is how this is what's happening, and this is how it works in a, in a manner of ways. But there wasn't substance in terms of do this what happened. The Course in Mastering Alchemy is really kind of, broken into three parts and the first part is directed at tools to do this tool play with this tool watch what happens and as you begin to master some really simple concepts the concepts are just concepts that nobody's ever told you in the past they're not some major new aha they're just I mean it's like finding the center of your head and staying there and observing being in present time opening up the heart, starting to recognize a vibration within you that you might label as reverence, reference, and then observe from it. Begin to be this experience rather than talk about some experience that will come to you in the future. That, I think, is the difference.
2: The book claims to be more than the words on the page, that energetics are embedded into each chapter and that readers will be able to feel the teacher's presence and wisdom as they read the text that's a big claim to make how can you support that
3: yeah that's actually for me that's one of the easier claims but it is one of the spectacular claims see in teaching the course in mastering alchemy The way it was structured is I would have a conversation. We decided to record these, and so we had a wonderful person named Joan Walker channel the communication between me and Yeshua or Metatron or whomever it might be, and we designed the class the next session. And my job was to step the energy down and put it into understandable vibrational patterns. We are still using the words in the course, the transcripts, the recordings today that were done a number of years ago. But they were structured so that as you hear them, whether you heard them a year ago or right now, the energetics and the information is in present time. And I listen to it and I come away with many times a different, uh, different. I'm going to say it simply, a set, of, set of awarenesses And it wasn't that the old awareness wasn't right. The old awareness is not in present time.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes.
3: or the old awareness has now been absorbed into the ethers and people are doing what was kind of guided, and here's the next application of this piece of information. So the energetics are very much in present time. The course is designed, the information is designed, to feel this experience, not think this experience. And that's one of the big transitions from the third-dimensional Think space to a feel space. Third dimension is very much think emotional. This space is very much heartfelt, understand feelings. Two very different structures of learning and knowing.
2: You talked um, a little earlier about evolution, where we're going. Um, we hear a lot of talk about ascension. Are the two the same thing?
3: Yes, they are. What happens, though, that word ascension has been kind of glorified and animated, and it's kind of been put out there or put on a pedestal or a something someday. But it's your evolution is all the time. And so using the word evolving into this space and basically laying out a roadmap for how it happens and then participating in the process of the roadmap you find at the end of the day you're in a very different place than you were when you started in the morning. And that evolution is taking you into this concept called ascension. But ascension is not well understood, as I have watched people understand it over the years.
2: Yeah, I think people definitely misunderstand what that is and have uh, ideals around it that probably are quite unrealistic.
3: I I agree.
2: You're listening to What Is Going On, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and my guest tonight is international speaker, author, and spiritual teacher, Jim Self, whose book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy, is being likened to A Course in Miracles for the 21st Century. We'll be back with more from Jim Self after this break.
1: The future of Internet radio is here. Om Times Radio, IOM FM.
4: Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Om Times Experts program. With Om Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.omtimes.com.
0: More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life
4: uninterrupted. My name is Meera Batra and this is How I Live United. Many families have come to America for a better life. I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to see opportunities available. We help them get involved with their kids, schools, and network within the community. My name is Meera Batra. I help families see opportunity and succeed. I don't just wear the shirt. I live it.
1: Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way
5: and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back. Jim Self, you have a relationship with the Archangels, Ascended Masters, and Lords of Light. I know that more than half the population believes in angels, but I'm sure there's a huge gap between believing in them and believing that anyone can have a two-way dialogue with them. So tell us a little bit about how your communication with these beings, you know, proceeds.
3: Well, you know... It starts as simple as a little kid dragging a blanket around. You know, this is my blankie or my doll. And that's that space where that little kid keeps that spiritual alignment in place. And then over a short period of time, the mom, dad, teacher, minister come into the mix and say, I have a better idea than you do. And because we come here to have the experience of the experience, we let the blankie fall away. And in my reality, it never fell away. And, uh, it, and it was confusing on one hand, and it was very comfortable on the other. That alignment is still very much in everybody's space. The key comment I just made is, we move away. The nature of your own spirituality doesn't ever leave the heart. You, you, it is always there, we move away. And so this process of beginning to recognize that all of the supposed to's, the good and the bad's, the should and the shouldn'ts, to a great extent is really somebody else's idea that they handed to you, whether it was, here's what's best for you because I'm the big one and you're the little one, or here's the truth, or we don't talk to those people, we talk to these people. The ability to get into present time and play with these tools, for example, and then start to ask yourself, what is my truth? One of the things I've noticed, and I I am answering the question, is that most of the thoughts people think and most of the beliefs you hold are not yours. When you basically get into this space of present time and start to know yourself, and that's what these tools are all about, you can start to recognize, is this really what I'm about? As that happens, that engagement with that spiritual nature of who you are unfolds. The Archangelics, the Lords of Light, all of these great beings are aspects of Source, and you come from these places. And as you basically begin to let go of the, the truths that I never examined and the baggage that I walk around believing I'm not okay, you start to find that the interaction between an awareness, whether it's an actual voice in your head or a knowing, begins to be much more predominant in your reality. And life begins to be considerably more comfortable to move around it.
2: The word alchemy has um, arcane uh, connotations and very yes. mystical connotations, but in Alchemy is actually a very practical program. I mean, some of the exercises in your book, um, you know, very grounded. Could you share uh, a couple of examples of some of the tools that you were given by the archangels and how we might use them?
3: Sure. So one of the things, I keep saying present time, you be in present time, but one of the aspects of being in present time is is beginning to understand where you start and where you stop. Now, that statement is incorrect on its face because you don't start and start, stop anywhere, but in this context, there is an energetic field called an aura, and all living things have that, as we all know. But if you were to stick your arm straight out in front of you and turn your palm towards yourself, approximately right there is where the edge of the aura is. It goes all the way around you, over and below you. But one of the things that happens is if I said, where do I start and where does Shakespeare's theater out there, the third dimension, the noise, the push, the drama, the fears, where, where is that belonging to that? And How much of that belongs to me? When you begin to define the edge of the aura, and you, there's a little tool we call, we just use this example of a rose. If you can create a mental image picture of a red rose and put it, and make a decision that you're going to hold your energy, your attention on this side,
2: Jim's just dropped. OK. Uh, it seems that we've lost Jim. We will try to get him back as soon as possible. Um, I'm sure he's going to be calling back in um, because I'm certainly interested to hear more about the, those he's been talking about. So let's see if we can get him. Well, it seems as though we may be having a little bit of trouble getting Jim. Um, I I have just texted um, Jim to let him know that he's dropped in case he's not aware of it. Um, Okay, let's see if we can call. Ah, I'm back. You're back.
3: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I
2: have to, before you continue, I must ask you, why is it that whenever people like you are on this show, we always lose them.
3: There is an answer to that because we've experienced this over the years. Every time you start to open up a field of vibrations and you begin to bring people into a, I'm not gonna call it a higher level, a vibration of understanding themselves or in a vibration where they begin to have an awareness of themselves, a lot of times that energy just simply doesn't align with the phone lines or the computer lines. And, you know, it, hap- it happens all the time as you up and amp up the energetics, and, which is exactly what I was doing, basically saying, look at yourself. Here you are when you define this side, you stand on this side of your energy field and allow all of the noise and the fragmented vibrations to be over there. So it just seems so, to happen.
2: Does it have anything to do with dimensional slips?
3: You know, I could say yes, but I would prefer to keep it really simple because we don't even know, you know, it's like, what does that mean? And, and um, But yes, it does. But it gets too confusing when you, from my standpoint, to try to talk into the energy field where people just, a lot of times when you point them there, they, their eyes roll. They, they lose connectivity to that space. So this is what happens in the book, too. We really create it step by step so that disconnect happens as little as, often as possible.
2: I think part of the challenge is that you know people get frightened of anything to do with spirituality because they don't understand the terminology they don't understand what's being offered to them as I've heard you describe dimensions in the past which many people think of you know as something quite weird other places um, you say that they're not so much places as states of being
3: yes yeah so. In each, let's just kind of talk simple third, fourth, fifth dimension, and, you know, people's eyes rolls over, because what does that mean? But in each one of these dimensions, stratas of consciousness, there are rules and structures. And the third dimension is the most dense for a particular reason. It's the most uh, concentrated energies. It has structures that... It's kind of a game, if you'd allow it to be that, that simple here. It plays out in dualities. It plays in right and wrong and good and bad and should and shouldn't. It, it plays in linear time, a big construct of what makes third dimension third dimension, past, present, future, and then you die. Most people get so caught up in the game, they spend most of their attention in their past and in their future. They spend very little time in present time. But third dimensional present time is one of those five constructs
4: I mentioned earlier. Third dimension. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification. To individualized coaching services. To programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development.
3: present time is reactionary, meaning, oh, I hope this thing that I didn't like and I'm embarrassed about never happens to me again. By law of attraction, what you put your attention on is what you create. And in this case, here it is, it pops up. And when it pops up, my response is, oh, my God, this wasn't supposed to happen. I'm in present time, but I'm not in a clear space of choice. When you begin to play in the fourth dimensional space, uh, present time is right now. It's really right where we are right now. We're not thinking about dinner or breakfast yesterday, or tomorrow, we're right here. When you get into this uh, construct of present time, you begin to have something you do not have in third dimension, you have choice. Right now, you can make a choice. In that reactionary nature, you don't have choice. But in this fourth dimension, there's one piece that plays in tremendously opportunistic for people. It's an odd word called paradox. Paradox meaning what was true just a minute ago or false a minute ago may not be true or false here. A person playing in third dimension, they get really caught up in she is never going to be good, he is always going to be bad type of mindset. But There's no flexibility. You lock yourself into thought and emotional constructs. But in present time, that bad person could show up on your porch 10 years later, and you can say, I remember you, and how can I help you in present time? Fifth dimension has multiple layers to it, but the simplest one is well-being. Respect, dignity, appreciation, co-creation, cooperation what everybody wants, happy, laughter. The thing is, you never get kicked out of the fifth dimension, but as soon as you go into reaction, judgment, condemning, you fall out of the fifth dimension. And so this is why I say you can't take your baggage on this journey and understanding, and we do this really well in the book and very well in the course, is Would you like to neutralize the I'm not okay without going through the emotional body and all the trauma of what it felt like in the first place? And as you begin to recognize these aren't even my thoughts or my beliefs, a great part of the baggage just simply dissipates because you no longer magnetically hold it in your space trying to justify or protect yourself.
2: You have a very good way of demystifying many of uh, these concepts that are hard to grasp. See if you can do this one for me. What is a living light body, and why would I want one?
3: Oh, that's a great question. So let's say your intention is your ascension. And let's say your ascension really involves you beginning to have access to levels of consciousness that you can't perceive from the limitations of the third dimensional walking around space let's just say you wish to know god or creator or source or begin to have an awareness that in fact at those other levels you can hold out your hand and the apple appears that's not magic that's how that upper level of consciousness works the creative process understanding the tools but what happens is when I'm caught up in my not okay, I can't quite get there. So, as you, in the first third of the book, really start to define your space and begin to observe the world out there and not be sucked into it or caught in the fear. The second part is beginning to put yourself back together. So, for example, we refer to the mental body and the emotional body. Before the fall of consciousness, which is a Fabulous story that mental and emotional body were one. You would have a thought and you would bring an emotion into it that would support the thought. In the third dimension, you see something, it makes you angry, and the emotion overwhelms you. Or many people see the see something and they go right into the emotion and then say, I'm angry. It's an unmanaged space. So You begin in the second half of the book to start to recognize how to put yourself back together. How to use some of the tools in the upper consciousness, the rays of creation, for example, the color codes. Color has so much uh, structural capacity to rearrange how you create. There's sound tone vibrations. There's numbers of tools that allow you to smooth out the emotional body, begin to, there's the platonic solids, which people don't really know what they're about, but to a great extent, those are antennas. And they simply allow you to begin to get a greater receptivity into these different levels of consciousness. But the light body is, as you begin to know yourself and step into those higher aspects of multidimensionality, There are configurations of energetics that allow you to begin to integrate yourself into those levels of consciousness. So, for example, you know you have something called a meridian system. Well, what is that? Well, the meridian system is the interface between the physical body and the etheric, mental, emotional, causal, oversoul, Christed oversoul, configuration, which is the higher aspects of you. So in that second segment, in the course of Mastering Alchemy, you begin to have access to all of those parts of you, begin to weave them together without thinking, just simply knowing. And then that meridian system connecting what's called the axial spin points to the meridian acupuncture points becomes the connecting docking points. To that higher consciousness body that is the light body but it's not a it's it takes it's not a gift it takes some work it takes attention to basically put yourself back together
2: can you tell when somebody has achieved that just by looking at them
3: generally no I mean I'm watching all these people that have pursued through the course And one of the things that I make it really clear, you didn't arrive at the finishing line. You arrived at the starting line. And in that space, you begin to have a challenge because these multidimensional layers of consciousness of yourself do not speak in English, French, and Spanish. And the rational mind that processes in your head has no clue. So, well, how am I supposed to know, people say. Well, at that point, you actually have created a stability where you're able to hold an attention point without knowing, no, wrong word, without thinking anything, and all of a sudden having a sense of knowing. And those multidimensional layers are really not interested in what bad things you've done or what kind of job you have as you begin to step into those multi-dimensional aspects fear doesn't exist words like safety don't exist truth doesn't exist because you have the capacity to create experience there's no right or wrong and you also have the capacity to say wow that was interesting but that didn't work like i wanted it And you can deconstruct it effortlessly. So do people look different in that light body? No. Do they walk around differently? Do they manage themselves differently?
2: Yes. You're listening to What Is Going On. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and I'm speaking with international speaker, author, and spiritual teacher, Jim Self, about his book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy. We'll be back with more after this break. Don't go away.
1: The cutting edge of conscious radio, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOFM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network.
5: My
4: name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on OM Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. I'm Fidel Nchombo. I
0: was born in a city called Bukavu in the Congo.
5: We were a loving
0: family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle you to America and all your problems are done, they don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee, I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at embracerefugees.org, brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back. Jim Self, before the break, you talked about the fall of consciousness and you mentioned the words, the rays of creation. Can you tell us a little bit about them?
3: Yeah, we speak a lot about those in the book. The fall of consciousness is kind of in religious terms, talked about some bad angel went rogue and did bad things. And and that really didn't happen that way. And the creator wishes to know itself. And so it's a creator being. And it created many other creator beings to go out and show the creator what creation looked like. And so in the process of doing that, two things, I'm being really simple, happened. Those creator gods kept pushing the limits and creating many, many more things as they unfolded. And um, at the same time, many of them Became completely enamored with their own creative light and began to not use the light of the Creator as frequently or at all. And when that happened, there were wobbles that got created, mutations, distortions in creation. And those wobbles, we would know those today as fear and jealousy and rage and anger and control and domination, would be how we would know those wobbles. But the creator beings continued to push, and when they found physicalness, and physicalness we think is everything, but physicalness is constantly described as a single drop of water in the vastest oceans of all that is. A drop of water, a simple part of creation. As the creator gods kept creating more density and physicalness and more density, the combination of the mutations and the density it, it was like you were in a chemistry lab and all of a sudden something blew up accidentally what created the third dimension was it would be as an analogy they had to lock the doors of the chemistry lab so the explosion fire did not take out take off so much we have been unraveling ourselves from the chemistry experiment if you would and we're now at the point where we have very much successfully succeeded, and we're about to step out into the next space. One of the intentions of that human density was the nature of the fully Christed consciousness of the Creator in physical form. And that model, that Adam Cadman model as it's referred to, has been on hold For the most part all through this time but in the unwinding of the chemistry experience unraveling
4: ourselves from the third dimension amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
3: We've advanced the structuring and the possibilities of even that Adam Cadman form. So as the third dimension begins to be eliminated, and that's what we all are doing, that new Christ consciousness template is very much what is now beginning to be part of the opportunity. and But it plays out in vast arrays in which we can't even imagine uh, when we begin to try to understand what spiritual, what consciousness, what dimensions are.
2: When you talk about did consciousness, you write in the book about um, something that happened, on 11th of November 2011 and 12th December 2012 and you describe them pretty much as pinch time benchmark times in the history of humanity Um, what does that have something to do with the Christed consciousness
3: it has everything to do with it so let's put let's kind of step out of the religious constructs for a moment and one of the intentions was at the time of Jesus Yeshua is that what we are doing right now would be done then and Yeshua says and there's numbers of of the conversations with Yeshua in the book where he says very clearly I did not accomplish what I had hoped to accomplish what we hope to accomplish the density of the human mind and and capacity was not capable of handling what you all are now in the process of creating. You will create what I attended to but did not succeed in creating. There is another part of it that has never been talked about in the experience. You see, Mary Magdalene was the daughter of a king. Mary Magdalene also had her journey away into the desert, in a manner of speaking. And for 12 years, Mary Magdalene was guided by an aspect of women, the feminine nature of uh, the feminine nature side of things. Let's leave it there for a second. And at the time of the crucifixion period, there was a level of information she had for Yeshua. She really nurtured Yeshua into those three years where he did all the miracles that he did. But the merging of the masculine and the feminine, the aspects of the Holy Spirit, which is masculine and feminine, the flow and the structure did not come together at that time either. Right now, those that structure has come back together. So in 2011, the statement, I will, the Christ will come back onto the planet, was manifest in 2011. There is what sits in everybody's heart, a golden star tetrahedron that's referred to as the Christ matrix the, let's call it in simple terms, a piece of hardware, you're never going to find it if you look, a piece of hardware that allows the software of Christ consciousness to be integrated into the human form. That star tetrahedron was put in the center of the earth and the center of the heart of every human. In 2012, which was this magical, wonderful year, and now people look back and go, well, nothing really happened. Well, actually, a lot happened. And what happened was, again, let me use a hardware software example. It was it was as if you said, I need to upgrade my operating system in my computer. And so in 2012, a new operating system was put into consciousness at this level. And one of the aspects of that software was when it was kind of Booted up, the structure of the existence of the third dimension dissipated. You now, there's a lot more we talk about in the book because the third dimension doesn't exist. But you believe it exists, and because you believe it exists, it exists. There's a lot to that piece of information. But as 2012 went on, it was as if. Um, you know, it, it, you put the operating system in and it says, hold on a second, and it sits there and spins and spins and spins. And then it says, I need you to turn off your computer and turn it back on. And in a blink of an eye, that occurred. And the new operating started, system started to take hold. Well, it started from 2012, 13, and 14, and partially into 2015. And then it began to engage. And so what you're seeing with things like the election of Donald Trump, the Syrian war, the nationalism in Europe, many of the clashes that are going on all over the world, the displacement of people, the really upsetness is, in my simple terms, you can't take your baggage with you. You've signed up for this journey. You've come here for this purpose. And. Can't take your baggage. That's why so many people are troubled inside. It's like, I'm really upset with this. The key is the Donald Trump part of it, pro or con Donald Trump, I'm not going to, but the disruption that's happening is actually a tremendous thing for people to basically realize he is a mirror. Am I upset? Am I engaged? Am I neutral? And where the answer is no, you're not neutral. And so these tools begin to allow you to get yourself out of some of those really hyped spike reactionary third dimensional responses. Now, that's not a statement that says what is going on is okay because the guidance system of the heart is all about appropriateness, not right or wrong. And what you're watching is man's inhumanity or lack of concern is not appropriate in my heart space nor in many others. However, many are still in an awful lot of pain and they are unwilling to look into their heart space. And you've got to allow them because you are the key to this whole evolution as to whether it succeeds in bringing the consciousness of creation into the human form and the new species of human beings.
2: One of the biggest pieces of baggage I think we all carry around with us is to do with our relationships. And we are seeing at the moment um, a lot coming to the surface about equality about you know abuse by men of women uh, the me too movement has exposed yes. a huge rift in that notion that we were actually beginning to get somewhere it, but it's also highlighting the shadows on both sides because well, there are many innocent men who do have different awarenesses around relationships who are now feeling attacked and dismissed so one has to look at it and wonder you know while there's a lot of potential good happening exposure you know opportunities for dialogue and conversation there's also a lot of hurt feelings on every side is this all part of this losing our baggage and the you know the return of the divine feminine and divine masculine that we hear so much about
3: absolutely so let's put it into a a slightly different perspective and not making anybody good or bad But what's really going on is, the great part of it is, the rules are being changed. I mean, that's what we're experiencing. Basically, not defending men like Harvey Weinstein, because that was egregious and very offensive, but there are men who basically just did what was the accepted practice. Everybody else did this, this is how I go along. Now, they aren't right or wrong, I'm not taking sides in that place, and a lot of women at that time just accepted that's how the game goes on, and yet they were offended, and men feel off balance in some of those places, too. I can remember a time where I was engaged with a woman, and it got to be sexual, and it was like, this doesn't feel right at all. And yet she was kind of engaged in it and I was engaged in it and you could see the look on her face, and you could feel the feeling in my body, and we didn't know how to stop and it, it stopped, but it was like, what happened out of that is we no longer talk to one another. And And I think in the game, as the games of life have been played, this is one that had, it's time to be over that game. It doesn't go into the fifth dimension, disrespect and imposition from one to another. What I think is really terrific about this is, all these last 10 15 years you watch women pushing that glass ceiling and really moving into places of of having opportunity but and to a great extent they still didn't have opportunity this event that's occurring right now is i think one of the most freeing experiences for the for women and for that ability of that feminine nature of flow and creation and ease and beauty to be expressed in ways where it has been constricted in the past. So yes, it's all part of this. And relationship is the toughest game on the planet. It has been right from the beginning. How do I relate not only male, female, but to my environment, to my relationships at work and everything else in relationship? That's the game of the third dimension relationship.
2: Jim, we're almost out of time. Just tell tell us briefly about um, A Course in Master in Alchemy and how interactive it is for readers.
3: Oh yeah, good question. So we decided that this being a book was not complete enough. And so we created a separate website. We basically said, Here's the information in the book, and here's a link. And every chapter has additional information. There might be meditations. There might be a lecture. There might be a recorded conversation between one of the Archangelics and myself. But the purpose was to expand the fullness of both the energy that's felt while being in the experience of the book, Multimedia Facet, And also beginning to have more information than a book would handle. And um, it is very full. It's much bigger than the 365 pages that were written.
2: Well, one last question. Let me say one
3: more thing. You know, this, this masculine feminine thing is really important. And I said at the beginning, I'm not the writer. When I talked to Uriel, but my relationship with Roxanne, my partner, my wife, my co-creator in Mastering Alchemy, is such that she's the writer and I'm the talker. And so all the course was transcribed and she said, I want to do this. And so she took on all of the transcripts and she wrote the book, handed it to me, I edited, we went back and forth. But it was very much a co-creative effort of feminine and masculine, the flow and the structuring and the ease, and it was done in that aspect, and that part was very much guided by the Holy Spirit, a whole nother topic that's just over the top.
2: One last question, Jim. Um, if you can squeeze it into just a few brief words, sure. what is the most important concept that the teachers of light taught you?
3: present time and learning to choose observe choose and then act it's you are the creator and being able to observe and discern and then create a direction and then act on your terms is going to take you into that light body and into the multi-dimensional consciousness
2: jim self thank you as always it's a pleasure
3: Blessings. My pleasure.
2: A Course in in Alchemy is published by Watkins Publishing. For more information and free articles, audios and webinars, visit masterinalchemy.com. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer. I'll be back next week with my co-host, Dr. Donise Warden, for another edition of The Truth in Medicine show. Till then, it's goodbye from me.